you really wanna know, then come on, let's go. Take a stroll down those. Ladies and gentlemen of Mountaineer Nation, today, from the Trio 4 Productions studio, we bring you the State of the Position Address. This extensive examination into each position group of the 2019 West Virginia University football team will be brought to you by the unrelenting host of the Country Roads webcast, the inauspicious Jordan Cruz. We thank you for your time. And with no further ado, we present to you this week's State of the Position Address. What's going on, Mountaineer Nation? Welcome into another edition of the Country Roads webcast, brought to you by Trio 4 Productions. We are the official podcast of Almost Heaven Athletics, found on the web at almostheavenathletics.com. Here today to put a bow on the State of the Position series, as we will be discussing the quarterbacks for the West Virginia Mountaineers heading into the 2019 football season. Probably the most publicized position with the most questions heading into the season. Everyone wants to know who will be the starter. What can we expect from these guys? We'll try and break it all down here on this episode of the Country Roads webcast. But before we get into that, let's talk about this week's Mountaineer football news. So, the one big piece of Mountaineer football news to discuss this week is the late addition to the 2019 West Virginia Mountaineers football roster. And that is of... Graduate transfer punter Josh Groudon. Now, Groudon's a guy from Australia, uh, played for LSU for the past three seasons, has one year of eligibility left, um, was about to head back to Australia to go play uh, uh, over there at Samosi Rules Football again, but got in, West Virginia got in, you know, in touch with him, decided he'd come over, try it out. He's enrolled, he's ready to go, he's practiced, had a couple of practices under his belt, and by all accounts, he's really booming the football. Uh, great guy. Uh, Neil Brown mentioned today that he puts it inside the 10-yard line as good as anybody that he's been around. So all by all accounts, it seems like Josh Groudon, redshirt senior, immediately eligible for this year, will be the team's punter for 2019 now with the late addition and Power 5 experience that he holds and also has been serving as the team's holder for field goals. So really feels two needs there for West Virginia. Guys, he will likely be the starting holder and the starting punter heading into 2019. So Big get there, late addition, but a huge pickup for West Virginia special teams-wise. In a year where West Virginia is going to be fighting for wins, that hidden yardage is big and special team is going to be big. So good to get a guy with Power 5 experience that is very talented in Josh Rowden. Other than that, there are some position changes that have occurred after this first week in fall camp. Um, mainly uh, Dante Bonamico been working at that. Cat safety has moved back to Spear. Tyke Smith, that had been Spear, has moved back to the safety position. He's battling for a starting position there despite being a true freshman. Quandarius Qualls, who had been a defensive end in the spring, has now moved to Bandit and is there with Vandarius Cowan. Those two will likely both see action in games uh, this fall. Um, other than that, I've uh, learned today that there's been a, some shakeup along the offensive line. J- 
Josh Seals, arguably the team's most talented offensive lineman, him and Colton McKivitz, they feel like they can play him anywhere. Um, during last Saturday's scrimmage, they didn't like what they saw out of the center position. Felt like it struggled a bit, and Chase Barrett kind of struggled a bit against Darius Steels. So they're trying to look to shake things up a little bit. Josh, excuse me, Josh Seals moved to center on Monday. He's been there for three practices now. And Ball Accounts has done a good job there. So you may see Josh Seals as the team starting center this year now rather than right guard. And then filling in at that right guard spot vacated by Josh Seals is Juco transfer John Hughes, who has really come on strong, gained weight during this offseason. And during his first year on campus, may end up as a starter. Um, by all accounts, they like four of their offensive linemen. They're looking for a fifth. And depending on who that fifth guy is, depends on where some of these guys will line up. Um, they did not name the names of the four guys that they like, but I can tell you that it is going to be Colton McKivitz, Mike Brown, Josh Seals, and Kelby Wickline. And they're looking for that fifth guy, whether it's going to be John Hughes, James Gemitter, uh, Bryson Mays, or Chase Barrett there. And I think that right now it's looking like it may be John Hughes there lining up at right guard and Josh Seals sifting over his center, so... Those are the uh, big parts of Mountaineer football news, and that's what we have as far as uh, news for West Virginia football uh, this week. Uh, team will scrimmage again this weekend, I believe Friday, and um, no starting quarterback yet named yet, but we will talk about that here coming up as we get into our State of the Position quarterback series to wrap up the State of the Position series of the off season. So with no further ado, let's get into it. Let's talk quarterbacks heading into the 2019 season. So let's kick off this series by talking about the departing players. The departing player at quarterback for West Virginia, I think is a guy who needs no introduction. The great Will Greer, um, one of the most successful quarterbacks to come through West Virginia, one of the most talented quarterbacks to ever come through Morgantown. Uh, Will Greer was a phenomenon during his two seasons at West Virginia. 19 300-yard passing games in his 22 games here at West Virginia. So that's impressive, and everybody knows what he what he did and what West Virginia is losing in a once-in-a-generation type player with Will Greer. So that's the departing players. Let's discuss the returning players that West Virginia has at the position. Okay, so returning at the position, of course, you have the redshirt junior, Jack Allison, six foot six, two hundred ten pounder, transferred from Miami, sat out two seasons ago, served as the team's backup last year, played in some spot duty, threw a touchdown against against Baylor late in that game when West Virginia was uh, beating Baylor pretty handily there, and of course, as we all know. Played in the team's bowl game with uh, mixed results at best, you could say. Um, I think a lot of that goes into the uh, preparation or lack thereof that West Virginia's coaching staff put into that bowl game. Um, by all accounts, Dana Holgerson knew he was on the way out to Houston by then. Didn't really prepare for that game like a lot of Mountaineer fans wished he would have and hoped that he would have. And in retrospect, I think it's kind of bad to be uh, – T- tough on Jack Allison because of that bowl game performance just because he was put in a bad spot initially, wasn't really prepared the way he should have been, and I think that by all accounts he's really looked a lot better since then during this offseason in the spring and now in the fall as well as he's trying to compete for that starting quarterback job. Then you also have redshirt freshman Trey Lowe, six foot ten, two 218 pounder, dual threat guy, uh, played a couple snaps in that bowl game as well. Played a little bit last season, just enough to maintain that redshirt, though, so he will be a freshman still this season, a redshirt freshman. 
a fan favorite Trey Lowe is. A lot of people say they want Trey Lowe to win this starting job. I don't know if that's going to happen, but I think in the future he could be a great player for West Virginia as he continues to progress throughout his career, and I can see why he's definitely a fan favorite. The dual threat guy seems like he can do it all, and he also throws the ball very well to go with that agility and quickness that he possesses. And then you have... The walk-on redshirt freshman, Trent Jackson, six foot two, 211 pounds. Um, not a lot of people know about Trent Jackson. Not a lot's been said. In the spring, I know that uh, Coach Brown said he had a very good day. Not really in the competition for the starter, but he is another body West Virginia has there at the position that they can use at their disposal, scout team, what have you. So good to have Trent Jackson on in ball accounts. A very talented player despite being a walk-on. So those are the returning players. Let's talk about the newcomers that have are on campus now, but we will talk about them in the Help is on the Way segment. Help is on the way. Alright, so two newcomers for West Virginia this season in 2019. One, everyone should know. The second one, I would think most people know, but you may not. So we'll start with the one that everyone knows by now, and that is Austin Kendall, the redshirt junior, six foot two, 221 pounder. Grad transferred from Oklahoma, two years of eligibility remaining, good to go this season, competing for the starting quarterback job. By all accounts, really talented player, um, was in a competition with um, Ken, uh, Kyler Murray, excuse me, last year at Oklahoma. You know, whether it's coach speak or not, uh, Lincoln Riley said they were neck and neck up until, you know, they decided to name Kyler Murray the starting quarterback, but, you know, we'll see. Um, Austin Kendall, it has come out that he was not 100% during the spring, so, don't judge Austin Kendall on what you've seen from him yet, whether it be the spring game or spring practice or what have you. By all accounts, he is now 100% healthy and really performing well in this offense, has learned it, and um, is really um, doing a good job there at the quarterback position for West Virginia as he tries to become the starter for this season. And the other newcomer is another transfer, this one coming from Bowling Green, where he started uh, started starting when he was a freshman, was the start of this past season. They underwent a coaching change, so he decided that he wanted to, you know, look elsewhere. Decided on West Virginia, where he has a history with Neil Brown, his, having coached his brother when Neil Brown was the offensive coordinator at Texas Tech. He coached his brother, Seth Dagey. Um, a lot of people may remember from that uh, 2012 time West Virginia was undefeated, went down there to Texas Tech, took a drubbing. Seth Dagey was the quarterback then that threw for over 500 yards on West Virginia in that game with Neil Brown as offensive coordinator. And now West Virginia has his younger brother, Jarrett Dagey. He is a junior, 6'2", 198-pounder. And Dagey's interesting because he is the one quarterback that West Virginia has that does have starting experience at this level, you know, in Division One. So, you know, presumably he could have been a favorite, but I think getting here late hurt him. And the fact that it's looking more and more like he's going to have to sit out this season. I think that that really, you know, he's got a waiver in at the NCAA. They still haven't heard back. Don't know if he's going to be eligible for 2019 or not. Odds are he's probably not, in my opinion. But I think that that works out better for West Virginia because, here's the way I like to look at it. Okay, Jack Allison's a junior. Austin Kendall's a junior. Jared Dagey is a junior with a redshirt year available. So, if he sits out this season, uses that redshirt, he'll be a junior again next season when Allison and Kendall are seniors. Rather than if he gets eligible this season, all three of those quarterbacks are going to be in the same class, all be seniors next season. I think it works out better for West Virginia long-term that he sits out this season in red shirts due to the fact that you have two seniors next year, a junior in Jarrett Dagey, a sophomore in Trey Lowe, and then a freshman in Garrett Green who will be coming in next season. 
So, you know, not not saying that I don't hope he gets the waiver. I hope he does get the waiver and has the ability to play if need be. But even if he does get the waiver, don't be surprised if he still redshirts this season and, you know, takes that redshirt year, doesn't play this season and is a junior next season when Allison and Kendall are seniors. But by all accounts, Daigie's a good player, throws a great ball, pretty accurate. So um, I think he's a guy that could be, you know, maybe the guy down in, down the line, but I don't think you will see Daigie this year for West Virginia. So those are those are the guys. As far as the state of the position, I think at best you can just say questionable right now. You know, I think a lot of people really, you know, have came down hard on Jack Allison after seeing his performance in that bowl game. But like I said, don't judge a book by its cover. Neil Brown, when he took the job at West Virginia, um, came in with a plan. He said he could help Jack Allison with some things with his throwing motion, his footwork, etc., do believe he has done that. Jack Allison, by all accounts, has been much improved thus far. And I think that, you know, he, he's capable enough uh, that if he's thrust into a game, he could, you know, make some plays if need be. And then I think Trey Lowe's a guy with a very high ceiling. He's just still working towards, you know, getting close to that ceiling. And then, of course, Austin Kendall's a guy that's been well documented, has had, you know, played in some mop-up duty with Oklahoma and, you know, was potentially in a quarterback battle with, Kyler Murray, last year's Heisman winner. So he's a guy that definitely has some talent. It's just a matter of if he can hone in on that talent and reach his full potential. So I think it's questionable due to the lack of experience West Virginia has. And, you know, they don't really know what these guys are going to give you until you get them in a game situation on the field against another opponent. Right now, you know, in camp, it's kind of hard to tell, you know. So we'll see how that goes. But as far as a pecking order, um, I'm going to go ahead right now and make my bold prediction here on the Country Roads webcast. And here's the thing. Austin Kendall will be the starting quarterback for West Virginia game one 2019 against James Madison on August 31st. I'm calling it now. That's the way it's going to be. I've heard there's starting to be some separation. Kendall's been the guy running with the first team, you know, probably 70% of the time, even though they may be mixing low in and Allison in some. I don't think the battle's settled yet. But I think there's starting to be separation there. As I said earlier, West Virginia holds a scrimmage this weekend. I think next week, possibly early next week or middle next week, you will hear an announcement from the university on the starting quarterback, and I believe that player will be Austin Kendall. Now, as far as the backup job, I think you'll see Allison and Lowe battling out for that. I think, you know, if something were to happen to Kendall, Allison will be the first one up. But I'm not counting Trey Lowe out yet either. He's had some good days lately as well. And then, of course, Daigie's the wild card. But like I said, I don't really see him playing this year, in my opinion. So, as far as the pecking order, bold prediction, Austin Kendall will be the Mountaineers quarterback in 2019. That's what I'm going with. That's the way I'm feeling. That's what I'm hearing. And so, that's what I'm saying here on the Country Roads webcast. And I think you'll see Allison and Lowe battling out for that second string spot. And I think that you'll hear an announcement on who will be the starting quarterback in about a week to a week and a half, give or take, uh, something like that. And I think that you'll hear that it will be Austin Kendall. But we'll see. But that's the quarterbacks for 2019 for West Virginia. All right. And with that, we will finally put a bow on the state of the position off-season series here on the Country Roads webcast. Went through each position, broke down what we felt the state of it was, um, you know, Fair, questionable, good, great, however we felt. Gave each one a rating. Established a little pecking order about how we think that it will shake out there. 
And um, that's it for the offseason pretty much here on the Country Roads webcast. Next week we have a big show coming. We're going to have a few guys from Almost Heaven Athletics on the podcast here with me. So it'll be nice finally to hear another voice other than mine as we get back into regular season mode and have people on the show consistently. There should be anywhere from two to four of us on the podcast throughout the um, season as we you know preview games, recap games, uh, bye week talk, what have you. And that begins next week with our season prediction roundtable. We'll go through West Virginia's schedule game by game, predict each game, then come up with our record, each of, each of our records for West Virginia in 2019, what we think their record will be for the season, as well as make some other predictions for players on the team and around the Big 12 and what have you. So stay tuned for that. going to be a great show next week here on the Country Roads webcast. As always, follow Almost Heaven Athletics on Twitter, at AHAthleticsWV. Follow them on Instagram as well, Almost Heaven Athletics, and like them on Facebook. And then if you want to follow the podcast on Twitter, you, we're always providing updates there as well during coach press conferences, live game tweets, what have you. You can find us at WVU Country Roads. And, of course, like, subscribe to us on wherever you listen to your podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, what have you. Wherever you listen to podcasts, you can find the Country Roads webcast. Just search for Country Roads webcast. Like us, subscribe to us, and most importantly, share us around Mountaineer Nation as we continue to try and grow from the grassroots level here on the Country Roads webcast. So, having said that, big show coming next week. Be sure to tune into that. That wraps up the State of the Position series, and this has been the Country Roads webcast brought to you by Trio 4 Productions. We are the official podcast of Almost Heaven Athletics, found on the web at almostheavenathletics.com. As always, I'm your host, Jordan Cruz, and until next time, Let's go, Mountaineers!